So, Relly, how you been? I've been good. We have guests with us today. Hey. <laughs> They're shy though, so you so might shyness. Hear. You might hear, you might not hear them. We have special guests with us today, Rena and Leslie. Hey guys, Woo! hi everybody. Welcome. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> so the reason why we wanted them today was to talk about pueblo stories, pueblito yes. stories, little pueblito stories. But they have really good stories, so I'm excited. Like, I don't know. Everyone brings like a different perspective, you know? Yeah. So who wants to tell their story first? Ooh, I'll go. Okay, go. So I was on TikTok and this story actually like my mom told me about it. And it's like some old man, right? He's on his horse and he's like going down like the forest or whatever in his pueblo. And all of a sudden, like he sees a tree start moving towards him. Like the tree's freaking walking and his horse is like getting scared like it's backing up and like acting up and the tree literally passes right next to the man and like he said that like he could just hear like the tree making like noises as they walk like you can hear like the crunchy noises what? of the branches and everything have you seen on tiktok like those videos of the trees moving uh no so i was like reading the comments and people were saying that trees move when they get bored of like where they are what like it's a thing i don't know that is so <laughs> cool, dude. But the tree, like, didn't react to, it the, didn't. to the guy? Or no, her? no. Like, his first reaction, he had a gun with him, so he started shooting at the tree, but it didn't do anything. Oh, yeah. heck no. I feel like the number one rule is, like, uh, if you think you saw something, no, you didn't. Yeah. Because that true, would be my reaction. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, continue. Carry on. <laughs> me too. I'd be like, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for I loved it. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I want to talk about duendes. Oh, what about duendes? I saw oh, one. can you explain what a duende is? Because I feel like yes. maybe not a lot of people know. Yes. So a duende is like this little creature. And a lot of people describe it looking like an elf doll. Like an elf doll. Mm-hmm. And it's really creepy. And they're in Mexico in the woods. Do you think they're all evil or like? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've heard that duendes... Um... Like to braid hair, I think, right? No way. I think I think I, they go after children. Yeah, yes, yeah. they love children. Like yeah. that's that's the from a lot of the stories that I hear about is like people wake up with like they're hair braided, with really long hair. Yeah, they're like they're like damn, got yeah. my hair did. And then they'll say, oh yeah, the one that came to visit you, they what? don't really say. So instead of the tooth fairy leaving money, you get a one that braiding your hair. Oh, awesome. Oh, free. No, I, I like we used to hear that you would have your duende and then your duende would do like little things for you around the house. Yeah, or like move stuff. I, I know that they move. Yeah, and around. like you'll like leave food for them and stuff. Uh-huh. And then if you stop leaving them stuff, they get mad and then start moving things and taking things. And stuff. What if you can't afford to feed them in this economy? There must be some angry duendes right now. Dude. <laughs> so are all duendes typically known to be like small ones? I think so. I think there's stories. I think they're small. Yeah. (laughs) The small ones. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna read you guys the story that I found. It's called Duendes in My Aunt's House. (laughs) And it's from Reddit. It's by Nine Finger Bandit96. (laughs) Shout out to you. Okay, this is kinda long. Y'all ready? So for those who don't know what duendes are, oh, this guy's going to tell us. Perfect. They're essentially elves or a leprechaun. These things are either good or bad, but either way, mischievous. 
The bad ones are said to lure kids away and the good ones will play pranks on you. Anyways, this happened when I was 13 or 14. This was probably one of the last times I went consistently. My aunt lived very close to a mountain near Oaxaca. Her husband, my uncle, was a pretty wealthy guy. He sold and bred livestock. He had a lot of horses, cattle, goats, and dogs. Their house was a pretty big place with lots of land for the animals. Of course, their house was very isolated. The closest town was a ways away. We went there one year to stay with her and everything was normal for the first few days. Then when the weird started happening was once early in the morning. I wear wristwatches and I take it off to go to bed and put it back after I brush my teeth. I remember waking up, grabbing my watch and putting it on top of the shelf outside the bathroom, brushing my teeth and coming back to find it gone. I thought for a second and looked around the shelf and under but didn't find it. I went back to the room I was staying in and looked around and couldn't find it. I thought maybe one of my siblings was playing with me and I looked around and all three of my siblings were sleeping on the floor. That's when I started getting not scared but worried. I go to look around the shelf more and I couldn't find it. I remember saying out loud, whoever took my watch, give it back because I'm getting mad. I walked away to put my shoes on from the living room. I could hear a slight noise. It was my alarm on my watch going off. I peeked my head into the hallway and I could see the blue light from my watch. That's when I got scared. I walked up to it and put it on and got an uneasy feeling. I go to watch TV and my aunt my aunt walking into the kitchen and I say good morning and ask her if she grabbed my watch. She says no, but to not leave valuables in the open. I ask why and she says the duendes will take them and hide them. I give an uncomfortable laugh and say right. She obviously saw that I thought she was crazy. She told me she was serious and that the duende probably grabs my watch. In my mind I'm saying this lady's nuts. Later on the day I asked my mom if duendes were real. She gave me a concerned look and asked why. I told her my aunt said there was one this in her house. She steered away from the question and just said, if you feel scared, just pray. I didn't think about it much after that. I remember we, we watched a movie in the living room and fell asleep on the couch. I remember waking up to a thud coming from the kitchen and footsteps running from the kitchen. The footsteps were light but still audible. It sounded like when a cat runs. I see the lights turn on from the hallway and see my aunt running towards the kitchen. I could hear her say, Mendigos duendes! which means damn elves. I slowly get up and peek in the kitchen and it's a huge mess. A lot of stuff knocked over, most of it food. I ask if an animal got in, maybe raccoon. She's aggravated of the mess and just says when this. I roll my eyes and look at my watch. It's almost 4 a.m. I decide to help her clean up. We finish cleaning up in about 20 minutes and when I help her with the dustpan, it was one of the sucky ones where you have to crouch over to hold it. When I crouch over, I look to the huge pile of food and I can see either sugar or flour and made out little tiny footprints. Not like baby footprints, but smaller, like a lizard had human feet. I look at my aunt and she knows I saw them. She says, I told you, I'm still not completely convinced, so I go to bed and wake up. Nothing happened for a few days. The last experience I had with these things was when I was sleeping and for some reason woke up. No reason at all. I remember feeling uneasy and hearing those footsteps again as something small was running in front of the bed. I sit up fast and see a small shadow running. Weird. Like it was waddling but still moving kind of fast. All this happened in a matter of seconds and I turn on the lights and nothing is there. I couldn't make the shadow out but it was small. Maybe a foot tall. That's when I started believing in that shit. I was so uneasy after that and was glad I was out of there. Oh my god. I wonder how duendes choose who they go and like mess with, you know? That's so true. Mm. Well, this one, they said that they were in the middle of nowhere. 
So it was nice. probably like the nearest house. Yeah. I had a, like a similar experience like that in Mexico. Mm-hmm. There was one time where my cousin, he like brought home a doll and he, they were calling it the duende. Like they were like, oh, it's a duende. And it was like this little doll with like pointy ears. And I remember it had like a piercing like on top of its lip. Oh, wow. Like it looked like a cool doll. I was yeah. like, okay, I kind of like it. <laughs> and so they like put the doll on the the front yard like mm-hmm. in the grass area like they had the doll there because it needed to charge what? like that's what they were saying like like charge being in the what? grass like, like charging the grass oh like a gnome kind of thing i don't know so i was like no like they just had it laying there on the floor like we were out there and they put it there because that's where it needed to be and it was just weird it was cool i liked it but then after that I heard that my cousins were having a sleepover at one of my other cousins' house, and that while they were there, the lights kept turning on and off. Oh no! And then that one of them said that they saw the little one there running. Oh my god! Did they That's check to see wild. if it was still outside? I think they like looked for it, but they couldn't find it. Yeah, but they would also tell stories of like, if you go out to a lake or somewhere where there's a lake and there's trees and stuff, that there's one there, and they'll say that if you have like children with you, like small children. When you're leaving, you need to yell at them and say, Vamanos, Erica, Vamanos, Arely, like, Vamanos. Like, do you think because their souls get stuck there? Yes. So they say that you have to call their soul to come with you. I've heard that too. And then that when you leave, like, you should be good. Yeah. And apparently this happened to one of my aunts. Like, I guess they went to, like, a little lake or river. I don't know where they were at. And when they came back, she was crying a lot and, like, she just wasn't herself. She was fussy. She was fussy. So then they went to go see like a spiritual lady, and she said that the duendes had her soul. So what do you do? How do you so get you back? have to go back to where you were there, uh-huh. and you have to scream, "Vamanos, vamanos!" Like their name, like "Vamanos!" And then you leave, and then after that, like she was better. That's crazy, so dude. Is there, like, did that get mixed up like in the lake or what? Like, the lake is full of souls. Dude, I don't know. The duendes take the souls. Yeah, like, what happens if you don't find out or, like, know about that, huh? Dude, I know. It kind of reminds me of, have you heard of a changeling? Mm -mm. A changeling is, it's, like, for, um, is it Irish or Scottish? It's one of those regions, but basically what it is, it's, I don't know if it's a a gnome or something. Yeah. Something trades your baby with one of their babies, and then they they steal your baby, and the baby that they you kept dies like it starts it's not itself and then it dies i wonder why they go for kids like what do they do with them or maybe it's the the innocence the innocence yeah yeah. i wonder like if you do get stuck there though like what does your soul do or like where do you go you're just like wandering i think you're just like a shell of yourself like after you get a lobotomy (laughs) (laughs) episode one (laughs) episode one (laughs) i think so like kind of like that that's scary dude i know it was really cool though like i remember being super obsessed like when that was happening yeah. like those stories i was I know so every time i would out, go to mexico everybody would have like a duende story you know it's like so common over there dude yeah what like, is it so i mean i'm not gonna say the specific part of like because we're from like a really small bonito but my family's from guerrero and uh, it's a small town in tierra caliente and uh basically like the town where we're from, like, they just added cell reception, like, oh, man. three, four years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um. So it's, it's like super secluded. It's super secluded, super small. Like, the big city is like 
45 minutes away. I'm like, but it's, you know, super small. Everybody in the town knows everybody. Um, this happened when my mom was young. I'm not sure how old she was exactly, but she was like a child. And she was with her older brother. And they were going up like one of the mountains that was near. It was just like little like cerro mm-hmm. around. And so they were going to go get, I want to say ciruelas or something. And like picking them up by the bucket and it was getting late and my mom said that they ended up running into like a little boy that was like he was so angelic and pale looking and like so innocent like just like huerito you know like definitely didn't belong in that town yeah like def oh no actually there's a lot of people with colored eyes but like it's like he stood out (laughs) he stood out like he was just like really pale Mm -hmm. and so that little boy ended up being like, oh, like, what are you guys doing out here? And, like, my mom and her sibling were like, oh, we're here for the ciruelas, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, I just came back from this other part of the cerro and was like, y hay muchos nanches ahorita, you know? Like, ven, yo te enseño donde ir, like, para que agarren nanches. And my mom was just like, no, like, it's getting late. Like, yeah. we got to go back home. Like, our mom is waiting for us. Like, it's already too dark to be out here. And the little kid was like, ah, pero de seguro, like, surely, like, your mom's going to, like, be happy, like, if you come back with ciruelas. Trying to persuade them to try go. Trying to persuade them. And my mom's older brother was like, yeah, let's go with the little boy. Like, let's go get, like, mom's going to be really happy if we get ciruelas mm-hmm. and nanches, you know? And my mom was just like, no, like, no, I'm going home. And so, yeah, her older brother was like, oh, like, fine. Like, like, I'm gonna follow her. Yeah, I'm gonna follow her or whatever. Like, so they ended up just leaving. And they told that story to my to their mom, like, as soon as they got home. And my grandma was just like, no, like, that was like a duende or whatever it's called. I'm like, that's like a bad spirit. Like, they're trying to lure you away. Like, don't ever no listen way. to that. Oh my God. Yeah. Good thing your mom didn't. Dude, I have like, my eyes are watering. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad your mom didn't listen. Dude, I know, that's real. scary. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, this story that I found on Reddit kind of is familiar with that, where, like, the duendes try to lure you in. It's called, My Dad Was Followed Home by Duendes, posted five months ago by Objective Thanks 163. So he says, my dad told me a story recently that I've been really wanting to share. This is from back when he was a kid in Mexico. When my dad was a kid, he and my grandpa went to my grandpa's land to prepare the soil for planting crops. Bored, my dad wandered off to a nearby stream where he saw a bunch of human-like dolls playing around in the water. He said they look like adults, only smaller, with proportions like dolls. They splashed around in the water, and at times it looked like they were even walking on it. They signaled at him to come and play with them, and my dad ran over excitedly. He said he played with them for a while, when my grandpa noticed that he had wandered off and went to find him. When my grandpa found my dad seemingly playing alone by the stream, getting all wet, he got super mad and dragged him away. Apparently, my grandpa and grandma were never able to see the duendes whenever my dad would point them out. My dad still recalls looking back while my grandpa yanked him away and seeing the duendes waving goodbye at him. After that, my dad started seeing the duendes around the house. They'd pop out from behind walls during dinner, and dad would try to feed them scraps of food. Much to my grandparents' annoyance, eventually they got worried and took him to a local curandera. She did a little ritual and told him to keep a cigarette behind his ear for a week. And then the duendes were gone. He never saw them again. 
Oh what my god. Oh. <laughs> They're anti tobacco or what's <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like with sage, like you know, yeah. you have sage or like the smoke and like protection or something. That's crazy. Shooting my eye, like that's something. My dad would be like, "You're." You do- oh, I feel like he'd use me as a cigarette, though. He as a cigarette. He would an use excuse. me as an excuse to smoke a cigarette, and he's like, "The smoke is good for your eyes." Yeah. Yeah. But I've heard that too. Like it says, like you get a red eye if yeah, there's a ghost too. around you, or like the rojo rojo. So they blow smoke into your eye. Is that why they do it? That's what I heard. Yeah, I did it because I had an infection or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no ghosts here. Or like they'll put a cigarette too in their ear to like get mm-hmm. their ear out. It's crazy. Like, how do people figure that out? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, I need to keep cigarettes around. Huh. Let's go buy a pack right now. Camel crush right now. But that's creepy. Like, I think it's crazy how all the stories kind of align. Right. Yeah. Like there's like some sort of body of water. It always kind of involves kids a lot of the time. Um, I mean, most of the kids are the ones that see them. Like parents so know true. about it, but I guess they don't see them. That's yeah. true. But they probably fucking had a, some kind of experience with that. Yeah, also, exactly. Like, like their younger true. self. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so my cousin was living with us for a bit, and he was drunk, and he came home that night, and he was staying in that room that we shared. So when he woke up in the middle of the night, he like heard someone like running in between the beds and he thought it was my little sister because oh it had like curly hair like her. And he was like, Emily, like, what are you doing? Like, we'll go to sleep. And it wasn't her. Like, in, like the next morning, she was like, that wasn't me. No way. Yeah. But I mean, you're, well, I know your sister would sleep with your parents. So I don't, was she with them or? I think she was with them. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't there, but he thought it was her because she would always go to his room and like oh. hang out with him. But it wasn't her. What the hell? Yeah. Your other haunted. My other haunted house. What is that? What the like follow you? I don't know. I know. Maybe it was following him, because yeah. I never experienced anything there. Do your your parents don't have any like stories from El Pueblo? Mm. El Pueblito. Just like my mom's um house, so my grandma's house was built a long time ago and when they were building it they found human remains in the property oh my gosh Uh. and so when my aunt was giving birth she was giving birth in the house and when she was delivering she saw a couple walk in to the room where she was and they wanted her baby and they told her like we will exchange it for like a lot of money but she was like she doesn't know if she was hallucinating because of the pain or just because there was really a ghost couple in the room with her. Oh my god! Yeah, that's scary. But they also appeared to my grandma when she was still alive, and they told her that there was money buried. No in way! That house. Did she find money? She didn't want to dig it because to her, it's like old bad money, money, and it's like cursed. it's cursed. Basically, oh, yeah. you have someone has to has die. Bad vibes. Yeah, it's death money. Death money for sure. Oh man! What did you guys do with the remains? You just left them there? I think they took them to the cemetery. Oh, oh like, okay. Did you guys have to report Maybe anything? that's why You're she like, was no, like, thank no, you for freeing us. I don't think they reported. Maybe they were like, thank you for freeing us. Here's the money. You know, she was like, nah. Grandma. Where? where? Let's See, go. In this economy. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> let me, let me well, get my we'll little duster. Right away, so, you know, we won't, we won't get haunted by it. <laughs> they can't haunt us if it's not there. For real. One time, I remember hearing this story, too, like, my family, 
my aunt and uncle, they lived right next to my grandpa's house. Mm -hmm. And that one time, the uncle, he heard a woman screaming, "Ah!" like she was just screaming. And so then he like went out and he saw her and apparently he said that it was La Llorona. Mm -hmm. And so he went inside and he hid under the bed and he could just hear her like, coming closer ah, like singing just like the singing oh sound and then that he was like so afraid for his life and he waited there until it's gone and like people oh came home that's freaky that's so scary i feel like hers would always sound almost like a like mermaid you know how they say like it's like a siren yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was like it wasn't like i need sequels it was like a beautiful voice i yeah. heard that's creepy there was one time when i went to mexico um, we were playing hide and seek and it was just us kids. The, the adults were like at a party and we were all hiding and we heard something like that. But it, was, it sounded far away. And my cousins were saying like, that means that she's close. Mm -hmm. So when she sounds far, she's actually close. And when she sounds close, she's actually far. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that too. Mm -hmm. That's scary. I don't like that story. <laughs> Wait, I think I have a story right here. It's my mom saw La Llorona in Mexico when she was 15. Oh my goodness. She actually saw her? Yeah. Holy oh, like cow. It's a Reddit story. In the whole world, like, like, I feel like I'm very, I'm a, I'm a pussy. I'm, I'm a scary cat. Yeah. I'm like, but the Llorona thing is like something that I do not Both mess with. with. Yeah. Like, I will cry and piss my pants. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. I used to have this little book, like, in elementary school it was a thick book and it used to have like scary stories and in it was a story like Yorona, and it was so good like they called it the weeping woman yeah it was a good ass story. her story is like one of my favorites like it's so nostalgic yeah. like you hear about it since you're like little yeah. and i don't know but she's like probably <laughs> probably it's just crazy how it happens over there mm -hmm. you know we hear like she can't cross the border well there's <laughs> there's um but over here by Black Star Canyon, yeah, they say that there's a lady in white there, and it's supposed to be a Native American woman who killed herself and her kids in the lake over there to get away from the colonizers. Oh hell no! So she Black Star Canyon her kids for freaks that me reason. out. So then, wouldn't the lady in white kind of be like the American version of? I think uh, so. Of like La Llorona, because mm -hmm. like that's I hear a lot of lady in white here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. More than like like La Llorona. Yeah. I think it's a virgin of yeah. the weeping woman or La Llorona. La Llorona, weeping woman, lady white. I think they're like the same. Interchangeable. Oh, she has different personalities. She's multicultural. I love so that. Funny, like... So inclusive. So I'm gonna read a story by De La Curls. My mom saw La Llorona in Mexico when she was fifteen. All right, so the story has been told to me by my mom a few times, and every single time, I still get the creepy, eerie feeling that someone is watching me. My mom is from a small town in Mexico located in Zacatecas. When she was around 14, she had the habit of waking her mom up to go to the restroom since it was an older home and the restrooms were located outside. Oh, that's how my I hate that. that too. I'd rather hold it. Yeah. <laughs> My mom tells me that it is about 3 a.m. when she woke up and felt the need to use the restroom urgently. So she began calling out for her for her mom. After a while of her mom not responding, she became, she became agitated and started screaming. At that point, my mom turns around at the foot of her bed and sees her mom standing there. She was wearing a white robe but had a very bleak expression on her face, and both her, her arms were extended. 
My mom said that it suddenly felt extremely cold and a huge sense of dread. She had never seen her mom wear a white robe. That's when she looked down and saw her mom's feet were not touching the floor. At that moment, she screamed and quickly threw the covers over her head. Her mom, wearing something completely different, runs in to find my, my mom shaking in her bed. Nobody believes my mom. Everyone told her it was a dream. Until a few days later, there was a huge power outage. During this, my mom and a few of her siblings were with her parents, all decided to sleep in the living room. At around the same time at 3 a.m., they heard the same undeniable wails of La Llorona down the street. None of them, none of them slept that night. Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. I would. I'd, I'd, I'd leave. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going home. That's scary as hell. I feel bad for like the Mexican version of her where she killed her kids because her husband didn't love her anymore. Oh, yeah. That so that's why she's like wandering, right? She's like trying to get forgiveness by yeah, finding her kids. her kids. Yeah. Yeah. She drowned them. That's horrible. But I mean, like other mothers do horrible things too. I don't know why she got Casey cursed. Anthony. True. <laughs> True. Love it. Casey Anthony. <laughs> Casey. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um. I think the last story I have is like when I went to Mexico again. <laughs> I was like 14 at the time and me and my cousins have a habit of like all sleeping in the living room. We'll put like a bunch of mattresses and we'll all like lay there. And it's like 11 of us, dude. So it's like packed. I know. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like fun. And I'm a pussy when I go to Mexico. Like I hate sleeping there. I get the heebie-jeebies and I was straight in the middle. Like I'm like, that's my spot right there. So then everyone knocks out and I wake up and it's like 3 a.m. you know and I start feeling really cold and I start shaking and then out of nowhere I just feel like woman hands <gasps> grab my feet and I get pulled down no! Shut the heck I up. get pulled down like a foot and then I wake up Maria my sister she's next to me and I'm like dude someone just pulled my feet no! and I start shaking even more and she's like calm down and she just hugs me and she's like you're so cold like so she like believed me off the bat because she was like, dude, you feel so cold and like you're shaking and you just look like shit, you know? And yeah, like the next morning we told everybody and they're like, that's weird. You, uh, like you didn't see no one? I like, didn't see anyone. But you did feel like the, the hands around your yeah. ankle and everything. Yeah. Oh, oh God. I and there chills. were woman hands because they were chills. like smaller. I feel like nails. I felt them. I didn't feel nails. Oh, if I would have, that would have been like end game right worst, there. Yeah. Heart attack so gone. Oh no! I feel like I felt it. Yeah, I don't know why she chose me, but my family there was, was saying, eleven of you guys. There was a lot of us oh, in that room, and everyone was saying because I was probably like the weakest link. Like, oh, no. like <laughs> I was already scared. Yeah. Like my vibrations were probably low, and that's yeah. why. Okay. And I was I like, thank you, like I've gone. I am from a small pueblo, and I've never had a scary like paranormal experience i'm like but now i'm like i don't know if i can go back and sleep there i'm like because i've never thought negative thoughts but now what if i'm overthinking and oh, you know my guard is down that's true and it's like it's a very small pueblo like i'm terrified to go yeah. Dude, yeah. one time i was taking a shower and it was one of those where you have to wear like your chanclas in the shower mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it was one of those so i'm like in there and I have a robe and I take off my robe and when I take off my robe I put like a tank top on and my underwear and I'm like taking it off gonna put it on the hoop and I swear I felt someone's hands go around my waist 
Yes, like I could feel their fingers. So then I run out, almost slipping because I'm in my chunkas. It's like wet. Yeah. Oh my god! And I was just so freaked out that night. I had a shower with someone for like three days. Oh, oh that would have been was, me. Was the hand like cold? No. But you just felt someone. I just felt like the, the pressure. Yeah. yeah. Oh I my god! Why pressure. were they getting handsy? Dude, I don't know. But then someone was like, "Oh, maybe it's your like great grandpa saying hi." And I was like, oh, "I don't know. Like that's weird." In the shower? Yeah. I was like. <laughs> Why would he do that? That's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Hey, great grandpa. Because, like, I guess, I guess he has a habit of like haunting his grandchildren. Oh my god! Yeah, because one of my cousins <laughs> at the school, the school I went to too, he said the bathroom was like a little bit far away, so he mm -hmm. had to walk like up a big, like stretch to get to the bathroom. And he said that when he was going to the bathroom in the corner before like the end, like to turn to the other side of it. Uh -huh. um, he said that he saw my great grandpa there and was like coming to him and then like he like hugged him Aww. and then he left and when he said he turned back to see him he like disappeared he wasn't there anymore but he did recognize him he recognized him yeah you so see that's a better encounter it, maybe he does yeah. it out of love yeah i've never known i never met him because he yeah. died like before i was alive Maybe he wanted to introduce himself. Maybe. <laughs> and I, it was a time when we were visiting. So it wasn't like we were living there. We were visiting. So. Maybe it's like one of the few times you were alone. Yeah. And so maybe that's why. Yeah. But I remember like staying there, like when we would go visit. And my dad would be like, if you hear noises at night, like it's nothing. Like don't react. Oh, my God. Did it. Exactly. <laughs> I was like. Or I've heard that, like, you have to cuss them out, too. Like, with balls, you know? Yeah. Like, like, That's what I like to do if I hear anything. I'm like, just leave me alone. Like, yeah. like I don't need this right now. Like, yeah. Am I the, like, actual pussy where I'm just like, just think have thoughts? Just think <laughs> I'll go away. Thoughts? No, yeah, I, I also will be like, you need to leave whatever you are. You can't be here. You need to go. Like, you're not welcome here. Yeah. And you always have to say it with, like, a stern voice. Yeah. I totally forgot about this story, but talking about like someone touching you, I was just outside. <laughs> well, not like that. Not like that. Oh, sexy story. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I was I was just outside the front of my house, and I was just with my mom talking, and I was just walking out, and um, I wasn't carrying anything, and I felt like someone shoved me like on my shoulder, and I was like. Like what like what the heck was that? Like and my mom was watching me. Like we were just kind of like talking and she saw that like me I, I lurched forward because like I literally felt like something like oh pushed gosh. me. And my mom saw that I, I I didn't trip, it was nothing. She's I'm like, Did you see that? She's like, Yeah. Like something what? like literally like shoved me. And what? no one was there. It was just it was just us two, just outside. Like I'm surprised they even did it, That's like, freaky. with your mom there. Yeah. You know? I know. Was yeah. it, like, daytime? Or it was daytime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. was in the day. I have the one about the rock. Yeah. Oh, tell, tell us your rock that. story. I mean, it's not technically paranormal. But it's that one's, weird. like, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's a pueblito story. It's a pueblito story. It, oh, that's true. It is a pueblito story. So in the pueblito where my mom's from, there's a river. Um, and when it rains a lot, so uh, crece mucho. And this rock is magnetic in a way. So the way that it pulls you in is if the river's really high and it only happens during the early morning or during like when it's like about to set. And um, 
my mom said that one of her relatives went with like it was just pure guys like adolescents mm -hmm. and they would go down to the river to shower and they all you know were shampooing and all of a sudden like well they all go down you know to like get the shampoo out but like they all came back up everybody except for one guy and they they were like what the heck where is he you know like so they were looking around looking around they couldn't find him and like they like started diving under and they see him and he's like you know like panicking like he's oh, almost like if um like his back is towards the rock basically like oh and he was God. trying to like swim out or something but he couldn't like oh. his eyes were wide open he was like terrified and they all started going there like oh he's by the rock whatever so they each start trying to pull him back up but it takes like three guys to take him out because oh like he was just being like sucked from the rocks and like the it was pulling him in so by the time he got out from the water they pulled him out and like he still had like a very faint heart line so they ran oh. over and took him to one of the local doctors around the pueblo but by the time he got there like he was already dead oh my god yeah but when they checked his body it was so weird like you know like um he ended up having his whole butt and like little bit lower back area all purple like that it was all bruised like that's how much force that's how much was... force the rock was like oh my pulling gosh. from gosh that's horrible but, like, dude when you say magnetic like did you mean like like you have to have something no um... no no mag no anything about metal it's just i say magnetic like it draws you in yeah like, it just it pulls, pulls you. you i'm not I'm what not if sure it's like a portal exactly. or something right there and like it the portal's just sucking whatever yeah. is coming. I'm not sure, but it's just it. My mom says that it claims a life every few years. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. When was it's the last crazy. time? Do you know? I honestly do not know. Do they know where it is though? Like, do people stay away from that yes. area? Yes. Okay, and so when they good. were like washing their hair, they weren't like they were just on the shallow end, right? Like, it's not like they yeah. were like yeah. all deep inside. No, like we're talking like maybe like chest or like lower yeah yeah like so it's not even that deep no it wasn't yeah. that that deep but oh my god it's you just got, like sucked in it's just enough for it to like cover that rock i guess <gasps> yeah i wonder why it does that i'm not sure i feel like gorditos always have some kind of weird story yeah like very Poor mystical guy. yeah so that's like, like a horrible way to yeah. go there's nothing that he could do literally well i think that's gonna be the end of our episode yeah Thank you guys for listening. Listening. And Thank you to no, listen. I'm talking about them. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for Thanks for traumatizing me. Thank you guys for being on this episode with us. Thank you for having us. It was so fun. Invite us again. <laughs> yes. Stay yes. tuned next episode. <laughs> Thank you to listening. Okay, so episode one, she said thank you to listening, and we were, we were just dying. Yeah. She's like, "Why did I say that?" And we kept it in. Rate, review, share, share. Tell your family members, your friends, subscribe. Um, Email us. Yes, at preoccupiedgals at gmail dot com. And if you want to be on the pod, shoot an email. Yeah, for shoot sure. An email. Lena, I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Preoccupied Gals Podcast. And, and we, we are, are the Preoccupied, Preoccupied Gals. Gals.